Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle enunciating my T's on a T. Oh, wait, it's a Wednesday. Come on in and get heard. It's an interactive show. That means it's not just me flapping my gums. Call me up at 1-800-878-PLAY. Once again, 1-800-878-7529 is how you get in and how you get heard coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. This is what it's all about, or as they say in Canada, this is what it's all about. For shiz. So let's do it. 1-800-878-PLAY. I had a friend who got to go to the White House yesterday and was like right next to Steph Curry while he was talking with the president and the vice president there. I didn't get that Evite, but that was pretty cool. Remember, Trump said... Invitation rescinded. So this time they did go. Did the Warriors. Somebody said, why would the Warriors be there? I'm like, they won the NBA championship? And they're like, oh yeah. They don't fly there specifically that. When they're in town to play the Bullets or the Wizards or whatever they're called now, then they would, uh, Rick, they've been called that for 30 years. So we're going to talk some sports. 1-800-878-PLAY. We also have entertainment guest Ellen Hillman, the lovely and talented actress, will join us, as well the uh, immensely talented uh, Kevin Pollack. Always great to have Kevin Pollack on. Also, Jana Brody. Jan Brady? No, Jana Brody as well. We'll talk about uh, her memoir, which is very sad but helpful. What does that mean? Cliffhanger. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. I'm on Twitch.tv. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Uh, also around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. $500, 177 countries. If you're in the military, stay safe. Come home soon. You're doing a great job. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. And now save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, only $19.99, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Um, <clears throat> interesting that, um, you know, we were talking about Brock, Brock Purdy yesterday. And by the way, Kevin Pollack coming up at 1040, a uh, big uh, Niner fan, being a Bay Area guy. 
last time I had Kevin Pollack on, I talked about him going to Pioneer High School in San Jose, where his classmate was a guy named Dave Rigetti, who he said never pitched. He said he was an outfielder and a slugger. <clears throat> but anyway, speaking of the Niners, uh, I was talking yesterday about how I figured Kyle Shanahan, no matter what Brock Purdy does in these playoffs, even if they win the Super Bowl, he's going to say there's an open competition in camp for the quarterback position. Because on the one hand, you can still brag that you got it right because Brock Purdy was drafted. Do you have to say, yeah, but the guy who we traded multiple first-round picks for, he's the one who has to succeed. Remember, I interviewed uh, Josh Reddick his first year with the A's after he got traded over from the Red Sox, which he was upset about. It's always a double-edged sword when you're a young player being traded to the A's because on the one hand, you were all excited about this team you came up with. We're going to go to the playoffs every year. And then you go to the A's and you're like, well, we're never going to go to the playoffs. But the good thing is I'm going to play now. I'm probably going to get 150 games somewhere, at least. And uh, so Josh Reddick was, and of course, the Josh Reddick was a, uh, <clears throat> he was an all-star that year. He had a gold glove. The A's did go to the playoffs. And a lot of fun was had. But on the other hand, he said coming up, he was a 16th round pick out of Effingham Junior College in Georgia. And a 16th round pick, and this is back when we still had 50 rounds, it's still relatively high, but he kept saying, everywhere I went in the minors, there was someone who was God's gift. That's how he put it. And it was like, God's gift. And then it was like begrudgingly they would like promote him. The A's had a guy a few years ago, a really pitcher named Ryan Dull, and he came on with a splash, and he was a flash in the pan. He only lasted a couple of years. But that was another guy who was like a 48th round pick, <clears throat> And was also begrudgingly promoted. Who are we going to send up to the next level? Who got the big signing bonus? Send him. His ERA is 15. Doesn't matter. He got the big signing bonus. We don't want to look stupid. Send him up. And then what about Ryan Dahl? Ugh. What's his ERA? 0.3. All right. Send him up. To- <laughs> it's like, don't you want to... Say, look, we found <clears throat> we found this great player, and no. I remember uh, when I was playing college football, they had this wide receiver who looked like Carrot Top, and he was slow, and he was fat, and he started every game as a freshman, and he dropped every pass, and I'm like, what's going on? I don't get it. And like, he has a full ride. I'm like, where's he from? He's from some high school in Colorado. I'm like, was this one of these varsity blues cases? Because <laughs> I don't understand. And at practice, he was lazy and he would suck. But he was getting the scholarship. So he had to play. So you wonder about, is that what they're going to do for Trey Lance? Well, this is why I bring up Trey Lance today. The Tennessee Titans have hired... Uh, ran Carthon to be their new general manager, succeeding John Robinson, not that John Robinson. Well, Rand Carthon is from the 49ers. And 
right after Carthon was hired, Trey Lance then went to Instagram and attached three emojis of a f- of fingers crossed next to the picture of Carthon. Interesting. Of course, he's been sidelined since week two, and then he got hurt, and Jimmy Garoppolo came in, and then he got hurt. Now it's Brock Purdy. And so Lance also posted well wishes to his colleagues and teammates before, and maybe fingers crossed is just that, an expression of hope that uh, Carthon, who has spent the last six years with the 49ers, will do very well in Tennessee. But in today's landscape, where these contract feuds and trade talks can genuinely ramp up in the wake of social media posts, some think that this is him saying, please take me to Tennessee with you. Whether or not that's his intent, it's not hard to make that leap unless he clarifies it, right? The 49ers certainly aren't eager, I think, to trade a guy they drafted number three overall and traded three first-round picks to get just two years ago. But the reality is the quarterback landscape has completely changed. Jimmy Garoppolo now is a free agent. So he's gone. He is not going to be re-signed. Brock Purdy has seized this opportunity, gone 6-0, and including a, a playoff appearance. So there's only two things, <clears throat> I think, that would exacerbate Trey Lance starting again. Obviously, one is a terrible injury to Brock Purdy, which we hope he doesn't, which I hope any, no athlete gets. Um, the other thing is if he goes out there and he fumbles every snap against the Cowboys, he throws four pick sixes, and he cries like that guy Paxton Lynch who cried at the Coliseum for Denver. If he cries and then he gives the finger right in Shanahan's face and then Jed York comes down from the sideline and Brock Purdy fires his helmet into his chest, that would be about it. Because Purdy seems to be on the fast track to being QB1 in camp now. And the Titans could be in the market for a QB, especially a long-term option, because Ryan Tannehill is a potential salary cap casualty via trade or release, thanks to his horrifically high contract. The only other QB under contract beyond this who is uh, signed is Malik Willis, who was a third-round pick. Some people thought he was going to be the best quarterback in the draft, start at Florida State, transfer to Liberty. But Malik Willis got benched for Joshua Dobbs. Yeah. And so Carthon, the Titans' new GM, of course, was running San Francisco's player personnel when the 49ers did move up and draft him. Now, that's Kyle's selection, obviously. But, you know, Joshua Dobbs, a guy who's been a backup for about five years out of Tennessee, and they know him uh, in Nashville, uh, to say the least. So <clears throat> these are the things now we get from social media, little hints. You know, I can remember when uh, Lamar Jackson had the post a picture of somebody's grill and it said in diamonds, pay me with the cash symbol. It's like, hmm, does this mean something? Yes, it does. It means pay me. (laughs) It means give me a big fat 
quarterback contract is what that means. So uh, Trey Lance right now, just on the periphery, and here's the thing, probably no one in Tennessee really cares about Trey Lance, but you would think Carthon does. He's like, he's my guy, I know him. And so, uh, I don't know, maybe that would be good. What would Tennessee, would Tennessee give up a first-round pick for Trey Lance? Absolutely not. But, I don't know, maybe the Niners will like to sort of recoup something out of this. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline. <laughs> Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? Must be crazy. Use a DOG. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Uh, that's very elaborate. Uh, welcome back to the uh, show. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast. The lovely and talented Ellen Hillman will join us. She's an actress in a new movie called Alive. It's Alive. <laughs> I think that was the name of the movie where the South American rugby team crashed and then they were in the Andes and then they had to resort to cannibalism. Isn't that the name of the movie? I think. Let's see. Rugby team. I'm like Bill Burnout typing while I'm on the air. That's uh that's uh, good stuff. Yeah, that was uh that was pretty brutal. But yeah. Yeah, Alive. Nineteen ninety three. That must have been a remake. Um, but um, a rugby team, a Uruguayan Air Force flight, filmed in British Columbia, narrated by John Malkovich. Ethan Hawke was in it. Hmm. Ileana Douglas. I don't really think of um, Ethan Hawke as looking Uruguayan, but um, I guess so. It'd be one thing, but uh, yeah, it was pretty horrifying. They they had to resort to uh, cannibalism. I don't think this is uh, this is it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about the Donner Party now, <clears throat> because what they decided to do was to make sure not to eat a relative. I wrote a book on that, and uh, I'm just kidding, but it is true. Remember, I got this. Donner Party book, and I gave it to my dad to read as I thought it was very compelling. And then I said, uh, you know, I asked my guy, what'd you think? He's like, it's horrible. I go, you thought that was a horrible book? I thought it was really good. And he said, no, 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 it's a good book, just a horrifying topic. It's sad. And I was like, oh, sorry to bum you out. (laughs) Didn't know it would have Affect you negatively. All right, one eight hundred eight seven eight play. <clears throat> we are just about. We're not just about. We're halfway, past halfway in the NBA season, and you start to think about you know who would, who would win awards, right? And it's basically Nikola Jokic is going to be the MVP at this point. 
I'm kind of rooting for Luca, just because it is boring. I think people in Boston will be like, well, Jason Tatum, man. But you look at Depoy, which is my rat name. It also means Defensive Player of the Year. And everybody is just absolutely in love with Jaron Jackson as a Defensive Player of the Year. Um, there's a shout-out for Brooke Lopez. Rookie of the Year slam dunk is going to be Paolo Bancaro, who was my favorite guy in the draft. Why wouldn't he be if you watched March Madness? Six man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon. Can we even call him a six man at this point? And then most improved, seen a lot of people talk about Lowry Markinen. Some people going with Bowl Bowl, and then another with Shy Gilgis Alexander. So, what about coach of the year? I think you'd have to give a lot of thought to Joe Mazzula, Montana with the Celtics and it kind of makes you look like Udoka. Maybe he wasn't that great after all. It's <laughs> somebody else can just step in and do even better so far. Um, speaking of the East coast and a lot of people think Jacques Vaughn should get some votes for stepping into the situation in New Jersey. Once Katie allowed him uh, to be the guy. Um, and I saw some people saying, what about Taylor Jenkins of the Grizzlies? And I'm like, Taylor Jenkins is the name of a coach? Just kidding. Um, executive of the year? Just seeing everybody going with Kobe Altman, the old man. That's what Altman means, by the way. Uh, with the Cavs, I saw a shout-out for Monty McNair. Do you know who that is? That's the Kings GM. And uh, Daryl Morey was getting some love, Sean Marks uh, as well. But, I mean, Missoula, as I said, he took over just before the season started and then the number one seed. And the reason Altman is getting love is because the Donovan Mitchell situation has instantly played, uh, paid uh, dividends right now <clears throat> in Cleveland. And you think about how last year Cleveland – with some good young talent. I mean, in the the draft coming in and you think about, you know, uh, which guy is Cleveland going to go with? Are they going to go with the the tall guy from USC, Evan Mobley? What would he be like? Uh, he'd be great is what you ended up with. And um, I know Donovan Mitchell got hurt the other night. It's only supposed to be like, I think, for a day. But, you know, Darius Garland, Ricky Rubio is back just for some some depth. Ricky Rubio, by the way, <clears throat> I remember in the Steph Curry draft, you know, he was supposed to be the next Pistol Pete. He kind of looked like Pete Maravich, too. And Pete Maravich playing in low-top Converse All-Stars coming out of LSU would score 40 points, and there was no three-point line. Once again, Pistol Pete, who I remember as a kid, would score 40, and there was no three-point line. I remember when they put in the three-point line, I thought, this is really cool. And there are a lot of people saying, this is stupid. I'm like, I think it makes it a lot more exciting with a three-point line. <laughs> it's true. But I remember the worst team in the NBA were the Kings. And he toured Sacramento. And you could just he was half asleep. He had gone to every team. And I remember the Sacramento reporter put the mic in his face. He goes, what do you think about the Kings? And he looked at him and he went, oh, they're a great team. They're a really, really, really great team. What's he supposed to say? 
he gets drafted by Minnesota, and he's like, is that the one in L.A. with Kobe? And they go, no, this is in Minnesota where it snows, and we had to build a mall underground. He's like, I think I'll stay in Spain for a little while, like a few more years. Yeah. And then they took Johnny Flynn. They drafted two point guards. And then the pick came to the Kings, um, and the Warriors were next, and after that were the Knicks. And Steph Curry was saying, please, New York, please, New York. And the Kings took Tyreek Evans, who was Rookie of the Year. <clears throat> and then the Warriors took Larry, said, I want Steph Curry. And they went, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, that's right. And could you blame Steph Curry? You know, he's from Charlotte, basically. And that's where he grew up. And just think Madison Square Garden, New York Knicks, that'd be so fun. Remember Steve Kerr, he had never coached a day in his life, neither had Mark Jackson, but when the Warriors were moved on from the dysfunction of Mark Jackson, one thing he didn't have dysfunction is he got the Warriors to play defense. I'll always hand that to Mark Jackson. But Steve Kerr had an interview in New York, and at that time... You know, you had Phil Jackson in New York, and he said, when Phil Jackson calls, you show up. And he had an offer to coach the Knicks or the Warriors. And he was looking at the Warriors and the young team they had, and then he said the whole thing was, well, his daughter is going to college in California, and he wants to be closer to her. Maybe that was it. Maybe it wasn't. But for the first time ever, somebody picked the Warriors. Actually, it wasn't the first time ever. The first time ever somebody picked the Warriors was David Lee agreed to a sign-and-trade, an all-star with the Knicks. Now, he was an all-star because of an injury. He was added late. <laughs> but I questioned on this show his desire to win because I, I said, if you really want to win, you don't want to go to the Warriors. So David Lee must like the contract and he probably likes the Bay Area because I can't I can't imagine why he would want to come here. That's why Steph said after their first championship he said he and David Lee were the OGs <clears throat> back in the days where all they wanted to do was get Nelly his all-time win record. That was like the thing they would dogpile over. You know. And Steph Curry dishing off to Tolliver and then getting benched and Don Nelson saying, I can't, I mean, I, and the thing is, is that I've been wrong many times, but I remember going on this Chronicle Live show where the other three guys wanted to trade him for Bynum, and I said, Steph Curry is untradeable. And one guy said, I don't know, there's people out here saying he's untradeable. I'm like, there's people out here, it's me. I'm sitting across from you. It's not people out here, it's me. Right now, he's untradeable. You don't trade Steph Curry. By the way, his last college game ever at McKeon Pavilion in Moraga. I'm going to go Saturday to see Santa Clara at St. Mary's, my dad's alma mater, versus uh, my old team. I have not been out to, I have not been to a Gales basketball game uh, in a long time. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, when you look at midseason awards, anything there that uh, is shocking to you? Rick, how can you say that? Bob Myers is the executive of the year. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with Ellen Hillman on the other side.
course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television we are dish tv 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328 that's 800-293-0328 hi i'm john smoltz former major league baseball pitcher and current hall of famer I've had the pleasure of seeing so many great products come and go, but the rope is the best I've ever seen. I promise you it's going to help the little leaguer, it's really going to help the big leaguer, and it's going to save those young arms from a lot of injuries. The rope trainer allows a player to grip an actual baseball or softball while warming up. So check out theropetrainer.com and see why Hall of Famer John Smoltz swears by it. That's theropetrainer.com. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, that's fantastic. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco on sportsbyline.com and around the world on American Forces as well. And we are quite pleased now to be joined from the U.K., 
Ellen Hillman. She's here to talk about her new movie from Gravitas Ventures called Alive. It says the infection spreads January 31st on digital and on demand as well. Ellen, welcome to the show. And uh, how did you get involved in this project? Hi. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, So I actually originally... Um, got involved just for the trailer. So um, David, the director, he was looking for someone. He was looking to just film a few scenes of the trailer, um, and then kind of get word out that that, was, that get word out there that he was doing the film. Um, so originally, I just did one scene, no lines or anything. But um, David really liked what I did and how I worked and things. So he asked me to come on and play Helen, who's the title role in the film. And yeah, kind of went from there. So you went from Ellen to Helen, huh? Yeah, big change. It's quite confusing <laughs> on set, to be honest. Uh, what part of England are you from? Uh, I'm from Surrey, so it's just a bit further south than London. Yeah, like around Wimbledon? Yeah, if you go a bit like an hour down, then yeah. Uh, so growing up, let's see, Crystal Palace, or were you more of like into Hampshire, like Southampton or Portsmouth? Did you have a football team? Oh, football... You know what? Yeah, no, none of my family actually follow football, which is I know is rare for England. But <laughs> what about during the sure. World Cup, the Three Lions, Harry Kane? Did you get into all that? Uh, I, I mean, I also work week at the weekends. I often go with my friends to the pub, so we kind of have to follow the football <laughs> when you're at the pub because it's always on. Everyone's watching it, so yeah, World Cup, absolutely. So, what was your town? Were you Surbiton or were you more south? I lived in Guildford, so oh. a bit further south. Yeah. It's a very lovely town, Guildford. I went there, I don't know, it was about 20 years ago. But uh, what what was your uh, favorite, what was your local, your favorite pub? Uh, I like the March Hare. It's more of a pub restaurant now, but the March Hare's a good, nice pub to go to. Yeah. Wild if as a March Hare. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's the little, the little river that goes through Guildford? Which one is that? The what, sorry? There's a little... Oh, the river. Yeah. Oh, um, the River Way. The Way, W-E-Y, right? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. All right, end of interview. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm just, I love England, so that's why I'm asking you. Um, when I think about um, movies with quote-unquote kind of zombie-ish, you know, it's, uh, they're, they're a dime a dozen. So to stick out mm. and to be much better... And to get the reviews you've had, what 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 different did you guys bring to this one to make it so compelling? Well, I think the main difference is a lot of zombie films are their at their core uh, action films or action horror. Um, whereas our film, it you know, it's not really about the zombies. To be honest, it's about the people, um, and it's about different how different people can react you know, the kind of the bad sides and the good sides of humanity that's brought out in it. So it's very much like focused on on more characters and their development rather than just kind of action scene, fight scene, which is quite common in zombie films. How are you with firearms? Did you need to be trained? Yeah, we did. We had a, some great armorers on set. Um, Chris, he was our, yeah, he was the main ar- armorer. He kind of showed us all the ropes there were quite a lot, though, quite a lot of different things for him 
um, to be doing. But he did really well at kind of getting all of us to a point where we felt safe and because obviously guns are so uncommon in England as well. So it was just, it was quite <laughs> weird, to be honest. But yeah, it was, uh, it was good fun. Speaking with Ellen Hillman, the new movie from Gravitas Ventures, Alive, coming out on January 31st. So you, as Helen, the main protagonist, you're with your boyfriend, Kevin, and your little brother, Barney. So that's that's two different mm-hmm. things. You got your little brother and you got your boyfriend. What's that dynamic like in this movie? Um. Well... <laughs> Obviously, we're we're also playing quite young characters. We're playing fifteen-year-olds. So, when it says boyfriend, it's quite you know, it's a it's a young love. It's not well. I think it's a young love, but it's become a lot more serious by the fact that you know, in this post-apocalypse world, it is just kind of the two of them, almost trying to raise uh, Barney, the younger brother. Whereas usually, you know, siblings are fighting and they're you know often not. Um, getting along the best you, you know in this situation they've been put in it's so intense and so they've lost so many people um you know it really kind of they're forced to get along and um Kevin and Helen are forced to have a more mature relationship um otherwise they can't get you know get through the situation and um what would be maybe if you had like i don't know 3 to 5 minutes would be your favorite part of the show that you would the, the movie that you would want to uh, show someone my favorite part oh that is maybe maybe i think there's a really nice scene um where we first meet kind of the main antagonist mm-hmm. um and yeah, he his kind of introduction scene and then seeing our reactions to it, it's quite um I mean he's such a great actor, Stuart. He he really kind of that moment is kind of giving you chills moment where you realise, okay, this is the main villain of the story, not really the zombies, but this person who's also, you know, like a human trying to survive like them, but he's got just this sinister side to him. Um yeah, that's probably my favourite part. And then for you, when you were coming up, did, were you sort of trained like to be in the West End and, and Shakespearean theatre and things like that, going to the old Vic, or did you come <laughs> up trying to be on TV and films? Uh, yeah, so my background's actually in, it is a musical theatre, but it's in uh, like the dance side of musical theatre as well. Hmm. Um, and I did do, you know, plays and things. When I, was, I, did, I did Shakespeare plays as well as like regular plays when I was at school. But then after I left school and started training professionally, I was focusing more on the dance side. So um, that's why I kind of originally signed up, you know, agreed to do the trailer. Um, and it, I, I was a bit nervous to sign on to the full film, to be honest, because it had been a while since I'd done any straight acting. And I felt quite, quite out of my depth at the beginning, definitely. But um, David, our director, was just great at kind of, yeah, like just guiding me the whole way. So didn't really have to worry. So at this point in your career, you're just kind of on rails taking direction or is it more of a collaborative effort where you say, you know, I don't think Helen would do this. Maybe she should say that or something like that. I think at the start it was it was more of a I felt a bit lost. So David kind of gave me some pointers. And then through that, I managed to definitely get get to grips more with the character and really kind of feel comfortable. So by the time we got to the end of the process, I said, oh, actually, yeah, I think it might be more like this. I think I'll try it like this. Um, so, yeah, so it kind of developed as we went along. Now, you know, Barney, is he bitten? I mean, you're trying to keep him 
from getting infected? Is there a vaccine out there? What are you guys searching for? Yeah, so we're essentially, we believe that there's an island off the south coast of, off the south coast of England. Uh, that was the news that we were given, um, where there's, you know, a safe haven and potentially a cure. It's kind of what Helen's hoping. Although there's no, there's nothing that has been said about a cure. It's just kind of Helen's desperation and hope for her brother. She can't kind of admit to herself that it, the situation is really kind of bad. So she's she's insisting to Kevin that if we just get to the safe haven with the other people, they'll have a way to fix it kind of thing. And uh, already is alive to Helen's revenge. Is that in the works? <laughs> um, uh, we, you know what? Because of my musical theatre background, we actually always had this running joke on set. So I have a musical theatre background, but our director, David, isn't the biggest fan of musicals. So we decided that, um, you know, in honour of him, we should make a musical sequel <laughs> um, where all the zombies can, you know, have dance numbers and things. <laughs> but I'm not sure if it'll ever actually happen, although it would be pretty, pretty great. That's pretty funny. Yeah, writer-director David Morantz. So when you have somebody who's written it and directed it, I guess it's this carte blanche to make changes as you go. I guess that's kind of liberating, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, it just meant that he really, you know, under he, he because it was all from him and from his brain, you could just kind of pick it apart and he would just know exactly what answer to give you. It was so in-depth and he kind of knew, had the whole backstory and and that was just really helpful to kind of, do you he, he was he could kind of give you the whole universe of it. Yeah. Right. Last question for you. You know, everybody sometimes has a little trick, and I know Michael Caine used to say, Don't blink, you'll look wimpy. And so he would always try to keep his eyes open at all times. Do you have like any little tricks that you think of when you're acting? I often in the, in the times in between my lines where, you know, you're kind of just reacting, which is often harder than when you're saying the lines. Um, I try to imagine the other person as like, if it's, an, if it's an actor I've not worked with or someone I've only just met, and I try to add, imagine them as a close friend or as a loved one I know who's similar to the character. That's kind of my way of feeling more relatable to them in the scene. It's a good trick. By the way, I looked up the March Hare, a very quaint whitewash pub. It looks quite lovely, Helen. Ellen. Oh, it it is. <laughs> it's it's really lovely. I love it. It's really pretty. And yeah. Yeah. Makes me feel at home. It's a great town. We have been speaking with Ellen Hillman, the film from Gravitas Ventures called Alive. Make sure to check it out January 31st on digital and on demand uh, as well. Ellen, thank you so much for coming on. Cheers. Thank you so much for having me. No doubt. And <clears throat> yeah, I just looked at uh, Guilford's a great little town. And uh, this pub, <clears throat> and I remember going to uh, with some friends in Hertfordshire, which we would call Hertfordshire, Hertfordshire. We went to St. Albans where there's a little place called Verulanium, where there are all these Roman ruins. So first you have that there, and I'm like agog at that, like, oh my gosh, Roman ruins. But I remember sitting in a little pub there, and you'd look out, and you'd see these half-timbered houses, and I said, is all this lost on you? And they all were like, yeah, we don't even notice. Like, do you know how fantastic everything looks here to someone like me? And they're like, yeah, we don't get it. <laughs> I remember one time, when I was 18, my relative picked me up uh, from the train station in Paderborn in Germany. 
And uh, we were driving back, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this architecture is great. He's like, no, it's not. We're by the train station. This sucks. I'm like, well, it looks pretty good to me. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. He would clown you. Welcome back to the show. Am I fascinated by pubs? Well, a little bit. There's nothing like a full English breakfast. And people always talk about, oh, the food in England is so bad. Uh, Not the breakfast. (laughs) The breakfasts are amazing. And uh, even the Yorkshire pudding is a little bit weird. But you just have to know that tea means dinner. What are you having for tea? Pudding means dessert. What are you having for pudding? It's just, just let's get the uh, terminology down. But there's one thing that I am not good at and I don't like doing is day drinking. (laughs) And I remember when I was coaching the Metropolitan Police Department and the PCs or the police constables, we went to a pub for lunch and I'm like, yeah, I'll just get a Diet Coke. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, what? They go, what are you doing? Like getting a Diet Coke. And they're like, no, we're all drinking. And I go, all right, <clears throat> I guess we're doing this. So there's probably three massive beers. I just realized this isn't an anecdote now, but I'm already into it. Uh, like three massive beers. And then like at nine o'clock at night, I was like, uh, you know, went to my room, went to bed. And uh, my friends are like, that's it, huh? I go, that's it. They go, you're in for the night? We were going to go do this and that. I go, not me. I'm done, dude. <laughs> I am completely wiped. I can't do it. So the whole, and also England is the only place I've ever been where I saw a guy out on his feet drunk at lunchtime. Like you ever see those guys that like after last call, they're like going, and they're like, you know, legless. I saw a guy legless at noon you got to have, as they say, the drink culture. And when you get arrested for drunk driving, it's drink driving. Everything they do there is stupid. All right, let's talk sports. we got two hours. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. News. I'm Richard Johnson. About 10,000 people who work for Microsoft are about to learn they no longer work for Microsoft. CNBC correspondent Steve Kovacs says the company's revenue has fallen now that companies are not spending as much to cope with COVID and remote work. They were buying a lot of IT equipment and cloud services from Microsoft in order to uh, keep up with this digitization we were seeing as we all work from home. Well, now that things are opening up again, people are spending less on IT. They're spending less on cloud services. And Microsoft overhired during the pandemic, predicting this growth basically would go on forever, and it did not. The layoffs at Microsoft account for about 5% of its workforce. Also word that Amazon will begin another round of layoffs starting today. Earlier this month, the CEO said cuts would affect about 18,000 Amazon workers. Companies are not the only ones cutting back. The Commerce Department's track of retail sales fell by 1.1% last month, well above what experts predicted. 
At the wholesale level, the producer price index fell by half a percent in December. Contrary to those numbers, the Mortgage Bankers Association says applications for home loans rose by nearly 28% last week. That thanks to the average interest rate for a 30-year fixed loan falling to 6.2%. Anxiety is still high around Albuquerque, New Mexico, after the arrest of Solomon Pena, a failed Republican candidate for the state house. He's accused of paying men to shoot into the houses of four Democrats. I did feel really worried about him because he seemed he seemed erratic. He was spreading mistruths about the election. A local elections official, Adrian Barboa, whose home was shot at, nobody was hurt in the four shootings last month. Midwest is getting slammed by weather. More than half the flights into and out of Denver's airport canceled or delayed today. This is USA News. Mornings were made for better things than rheumatoid arthritis or RA. Zelgen's tofacitinib is a pill for adults with moderate to severe RA when tumor necrosis factor blockers did not work well or could not be tolerated. Zelgen's can help relieve joint pain, swelling, and help stop further joint damage. Zelgen's can lower your ability to fight infections. Don't start if you have one. Before and during treatment, your doctor should check for infections like TB and do blood tests. Serious, sometimes fatal infections, cancers including lymphoma and lung, blood clots, serious heart-related events, tears in the stomach or intestines, and allergic reactions have happened. People 50 and older with heart disease risk factors have an increased risk of death. Tell your doctor if you've had hepatitis B or C, have flu-like symptoms, are prone to infections, or have ever had a heart attack, stroke, clot, or other heart problems, or swelling of lips, tongue, throat, or hives. Ask your doctor about prescription Zeljans. Visit Zeljans.com or call 1-844-ZELJANS. Two months after the ticketing meltdown ahead of Taylor Swift's upcoming tour, baby, now we got bad blood. Hey, a U.S. Senate committee will hold a hearing later this month on the lack of competition in the ticketing industry. Many have accused industry giant Ticketmaster of price-fixing. It controls 70% of the markets for live events in the USA. Several Taylor Swift fans are suing Ticketmaster's parent company, claiming it violates antitrust laws. If you're looking to get out of debt, there are a lot of people out there willing to help, but some just could put you deeper in debt. Be leery. Trust your gut on if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. The Better Business Bureau's Jason Meza with that advice. Even better advice, watch out for debt relief companies that want money up front. Debt relief companies can only collect fees after they perform a service promised or they build it into a plan that you will pay as you settle. Another big red flag, a company promising to wipe your debt off the books. New study from the financial site NerdWallet finds the average household currently owes about $165,000, most of that a mortgage and an auto loan. Twitter's trying to raise a little money to pay its debts. That includes auctioning off items from offices it no longer uses. The auction firm Global Partners lists things like espresso machines and kegerators. Also for sale, a big blue neon sign in the shape of Twitter's bird logo. Current bid for that, more than $17,000. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code USA. Or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. 
Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. We got Jana Brody coming up on the other side. Kevin Pollack at uh, 1040. <clears throat> 1040, good buddy. Uh, Major League Baseball, there's still some simmering on the uh, hot stove, even though pitchers and catchers report in less than a month. And uh, all the big-name free agents uh, have signed, even Carlos Correa, Uh, But that doesn't mean that we can't have a lot of moves. The Red Sox grabbed uh, Adam Duvall, who they say is going to be their everyday center fielder. I don't think so. I think think he's going to be a platoon player. But um, the Twins are continuing to make their roster better as well. They're... uh, I mean, if you think about uh, including or maybe even trading... Luis Arias, didn't he win the batting title to get pitching help? Looking at Pablo Lopez at the uh, Marlins. Pablo Lopez won 10 games with a 3-7-5. Right now the Twins rotation opening day starter will be Sonny Gray. Many times interviewed here. Joe Ryan, Tyler Maley, Kenta Maeda, and Bailey Ober. Yeah, Arias was an all-star. Won the batting title, hitting 3-16. Um... The Mets have also agreed to a one-year deal with Tommy Pham, and so he'll look to get in uh, Jock Peterson's grill when they get together. Pham is 35 years old, believe it or not, but a one-year $6 million deal, he hit 236, but he did get 17 home runs. So he's basically going to be the fourth outfielder. Brandon Nimmo will be in center, Starling Marte, who's fantastic and right, and Mark Hanna will be in uh, left field. So there's still things going. We'll keep an eye on it one way or another, percolating on the hot stove, except in Oakland where it's an easy-bake oven with a three-watt light bulb. On Twitch.tv, how you doing? Nice to see you there as well. Jana Brody on the other side. Kevin Pollack coming up later. Come on back.
If you have certain chronic conditions, such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, and you're 19 years of age or older, 52, 36, 42, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be uh, joined by author Jana Goldblum Brody. She has a book called Sit Behind the Nets, a memoir about a mother killed by a foul ball at a major league ball game. 
Uh, Jana, this obviously was a project that I'm sure uh, tore at your heart at times, but also it was important for you to deliver a message uh, to not have something like this happen again. Was that kind of the genesis behind this? Yes, it sure was. Um, It was hard to realize that after six months of her passing and the initial incident, that there was no no information at all that went out. Um, So it took me, you know, like I said, a grieving daughter to contact ESPN or the journalists out there and say, do you guys even know this happened? And then as soon as I did, the red flags went up like, no, no one has heard of this. There's been um, no information, and everybody was kind of shocked because, yes, there's been a lot of injuries by foul ball, but never, you know, hasn't been a death in 40 years. So, yes, to your question. (laughs) What was, um, just if you don't mind taking us back, set the stage, where were we, when when, when was this? Okay, so this was, um, I can tell you exactly because it was the same date as my wedding anniversary. It was August 25th, 2018, so four and a half years ago. It was a um, night game at the Dodgers versus Padres home stadium, Dodgers, and my dad. What had, and what? Um, I'm sorry. What what year is this? Um, 2018. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and um, my dad had a block of tickets and. He um, goes with his best friends year after year, and this year, this time, we actually gave the tickets to his brother. Um, so that was kind of amazing that my dad's brother and wife were there with them for that night. But yeah, it was late in the ninth inning. Um, a rocket shot went off the bat. It went up above the netting behind um, home plate in load section area. And like a lottery, 40,000 people in the stands, and it found my mom. <laughs> so mm. it, um, it hit her in the temple with such velocity that it bounced off and hit my uncle, who was sitting in the seat directly behind her. And it was a rocket. I mean, my dad is an athlete, he's a coach, he's been to many, many games. You could not catch that ball, you know, mm-hmm. as a lot of naysayers say. So it was bizarre but it happened and again it was try it was just after um espn had reported that the nets had been extended past the dugout so that's how i found the initial story and i was like well they need to go a little further and a little higher and that's when my advocacy advocacy started and uh do you remember who hit the ball Oh, no, I wasn't even there. This was um, all came through my father, so it was... But do you know who um, hit the ball? I do not. There's, yeah, I do not. You don't know who hit it the was, ball? It wasn't, um, it wasn't on TV, and it wasn't recorded, so you can't even see. Well, know. I just think about... I remember, I remember in the... Um, the 90s, Darnell Coles of the Mariners hit a ball that hit a young kid in the head, and he went to the hospital, and Darnell Coles was absolutely distraught, even though it wasn't his fault, um, and he visited him in the hospital, and luckily the kid got better. I just wondered who hit it, like how distraught that guy would be knowing what happened. Yeah, I agree, and it's it's not, again, it's not the player's fault at all. Um, that's what I kind of say in the, in the book as well. I mean, I want people to go to the games and support their favorite players and support their favorite team, 
But definitely look at the map and buy a ticket behind the net, especially if you're bringing children and kids and babies and things like that. So, yeah, it, it shouldn't be a player having to go to work every day wondering if he's going to, you know, endanger someone. That That's not okay. <laughs> You've seen a lot of players, you know, being pretty distraught when they do catch it on camera. So it's, a, it's an issue all the way around, not just for the fans, but for the players, too. How do you, um, and then to make it a memoir, um, what, what, is, what else is included in this story? Well, the beginning of the story, I just kind of talk about my mom and who she is as a person and kind of draws the reader in sympathetically. And she was, a, you know, an interesting character. And I talk about the friends and family around her and um, my dad as well. My dad is now, I'm trying to get this book out before his 90th birthday, so... <laughs> He is a longtime sports fan and baseball fan, and um, then it kind of walks through um, the actual news, because once I did get it out on ESPN, I I was, you know, thousands of reporters contacted me in interviews, and so the story kind of went viral, and so I used a lot of quotes from different newspapers, the Times, the Washington Post, a lot of blogs, a lot of uh, podcasts, radio stations such as yours put me on. So I use a lot of those clips and, and bring it to the, you know, talking about how the word got out and how it's, you know, relevant in the world and um, gives it a little bit more, you know, not documentary style because it is in my voice, but again, less personal. The first half is more personal and the second half is more like how can this be and what can we do and people's reactions um, throughout the press and stuff. And stuff. What are some of the uh, the reactions that you've uh, received from, you know, the, the the team and the stadium? And, and, and you said this was right before they extended the net. So, um, like, like, what kind of feedback have you received from baseball? Well, it's taken a long time. Um, like I said, it was it was not, not so quick. Um, it, my mom's story was kind of hushed up, I, I feel, personally. And then it wasn't until... These, the kids were getting hit on and caught on camera, like at the Almora, and I think there was Bellinger, and, there, you know, there was a lot of hits, you know, foul ball injuries that happened after this. And when, it, you know, then we could say, you know, the netting is, is a problem. Let's extend it at least to the foul balls and in many stadiums behind higher. And um, the commissioner, you know, wanted to do reports. He wanted to do some, you know, more extensive research, but finally there was a mandate saying, okay, we need to extend the net. Each, each stadium can have their own configuration. If they're all a little bit different, but it needs to be done. So that was huge win. Then slowly by slowly, you, you know, the news was releasing. This team put it up, that team put it up, you know, quicker and quicker things were falling into place. And then most recently, um, a couple months ago, they announced that the minor league stadiums were going to be um, mandating extensions of the nets, um, and they need to get it done by 2025, which is kind of crazy because there has been research that they can get up in four days. So I hope they get up a little sooner. And then it's my wish that they continue on spring training and the college um, level as well. Spring training, um, there's even the same players play there. It's just smaller and more condensed and and that um, could be a danger as well so at least on the big 
stadium things are happening, and I'm so thankful for that because this is a preventable injury and death. Last question for you. Because you had to tell ESPN about it, do you think that this was in some way hush-hushed or covered up? Yes, I do. There's something called the baseball rule, the baseball law that's very antiquated, and they have, um, you know, they're protected if anything happens in a stadium. And I myself was kind of surprised, you know, there's popcorn people, there's people sitting around my mom, there's the, the EMT, not, not one person reported it or made the information known. So I think it is kind of hush-hush, and that's why I was so thankful that ESPN, you know, posted the story and then kind of the domino effect happened that the fan awareness is out there. And again, I want people to go to the games. I just want them to buy a ticket and sit behind the net. There she is. It is uh, Jana Goldblum Brody and uh, the book Sit Behind the Nets. Uh, thank you for coming on and uh, letting us know uh, everything that uh, you, you went through. I'm sorry that it all happened, obviously, but uh, important message for you. Thanks for sharing it with us. Thank you, Rick. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Pilot. Hey, pack rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood, but did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? 
Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. And um, I'm just noticing here that there's no audio on Twitch. Anybody else seeing that? Yeah. There's no audio coming through on uh, Twitch. So for the two people watching me right now, I appreciate it. Even though there's... Once again, no audio on Twitch. Let's go to Vince, who is out in Lafayette, California. How you doing, Vince? Oh, great. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but the hockey didn't have nets there not that long ago. I remember this 14-year-old girl died um, from a slap shot above the where it would be a net. They're not there. Well, they, they're there now, but got hit in the head, and she passed away from that. So it's... You know, so hockey was a little ahead of baseball. That was like about 10 years ago. They put the nets around in the NHL. But, it, I mean, what it is is the players, if you look at them, if you look at old films with the California Golden Seals, the players were a lot smaller, smaller, you can't pronounce, and slower, and they didn't hit the, the puck as hard, and they didn't hit the baseball as hard. So, you know, the athletes today are bigger, stronger, you know, so the balls are traveling a lot faster than they did, you know, 20, 30 years ago. That's why you're having a lot of these problems. Plus, I think a lot of people are on their phone and not paying attention. But... um you know, I'm glad they did put the nets up. I think that's really good. I mean, you don't have to worry about yet basketball. <laughs> They're not that fast there. But hockey was, um, like I said, ahead of baseball. But both of them needed it, you know, really bad. You know, but that's all mm. I'd say. By the way, uh, audio is back on Twitch. I figured it out. Anyway, yeah, go ahead, Vince. Okay, and, and the other thing is um, if you look at the, um, what do you call the the sharks, and I you know I keep bringing this up, but they're uh, – What's killing them, that's why they're 28th right now out of 30 teams, you know, in their standings. And what it is, they have one really good line that they're getting way overpaid to players, which means they have no money for their second, third, and fourth line. So that's why they stink. Um, it's going to take a year, probably three or four years. But he did pick the first draft pick he did pick in the first round and the second round. Uh, look like they're maybe turning out to be good picks. He picked up a good player a week ago from Winnipeg, 
they got um, exposed to waivers. Estic, I think his name is, and he's a, and he's looks like a really good pickup. I mean, he he's played three games right now, but he'll help the you know the second and third line. So that was a really good pickup for nothing because we don't have any money right now. So uh, rumors have it for, again from the athletic. I heard now that um, uh, our famous defenseman, they're looking at maybe paying a third to half his salary for the last four years and maybe get two first rounds for him. And that would be a great deal for the, and then maybe able to keep Meyer. So I don't know how true that is, but that came out of Edmonton. So uh, we'll see. So I'm, the Sharks are going to have to make a move on some of their players, if not most of them, because it's going to take a while to build up. You look at Barracuda, they're last, <laughs> which means we don't have really any minor leaguers in our system. So we need to build that up before they, you know, the, the NHL team is going to get good. So we're going to be like a few years away. But that Swedish player looks good. If we get the number one pick, the, the Canadian player, mid-juniors looks you're like he's going to be a superstar. So maybe we'll get lucky in the ping-pong ball, <laughs> unlike the A's. So, and, and, and speaking about the A's real quick, the Cubans, uh, the Cubans, the Venezuela and Dominica Republic, we, uh, we got A-plus of all the players. There's 17 players we signed. I think one Japanese player, too. So that looks really good. But most of these guys are like 16, 17 years old, so they're like three years away before they become eligible. But if you got 17 players, maybe four might turn out to be good, which would be really good for the A's. So... That's crazy. Well, remember the A's. The A's aren't unlucky. Unlucky is when you know you bunt the ball in the air to the pitcher. The A's don't try, so I, it just—it's not that they're unlucky. And yeah, they got that fourth prospect, that one pitcher out of Cuba. I went over the list of guys. I didn't see the Japanese guy on the list, but the the, the A's—they're not unlucky. They don't try, Vince. Yeah. Well, this time, well, they, they got an F minus. The only team that got an F. The one other team got C minus, but they're the only ones that got F minus for their signings in the off season mm-hmm. and trades. Right. They did get an A plus for their um, seventeen players that they signed, according to the Athletic. I mean, again, um, the the Cuban pitcher was the number one prospect in all of international baseball. Right. I, I heard he was and, fourth, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, will he even pitch for us? Or are they going to trade him? Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just hoping Jay Lakeup will buy the team. He's buying um, the Angels, Vince. I know, I heard, I know. That so hurts. Their Angels are going to be good now. I know, it just gets me so upset. But the thing that really stinks is they have no... I, mean, I heard You heard about the transportation thing that fell through. I thought for sure we were going to get that through because, you know, a liberal state, we would get the funding from the... Um, transportation so we you know it was like close to 200 million dollars to help build you know freeways and you know rail system or whatever close to the a's that didn't come through and that really stinks so it looks worse and worse for the a's i mean do you think they're gone yes they are gone for sure yeah i'm thinking the same thing i'm not sure they're going to vegas though oh Uh, they're going to vegas they're going to vegas that's that, that if they go anywhere else they'll have to pay a relocation fee they're going to go to Vegas, and they're going to get the most amazing stadium you have ever seen, and they are going to be rich and rich and rich. But the thing is, I heard Vegas is demanding them to build their own stadium, and 
the owners are not so good about giving that relocation fee. I heard just the commissioner said that, but the owners have to agree to it. It's not what I'm hearing that's coming up because Vince, are, those commi- the, all those owners want to go to Vegas so badly. They'll do anything they can to get a team there. Trust me, anything. Well, they, they will get a team, and the team that they if they sell the team, you know, for a new franchise, they're estimating two billion dollars will cost. That means the owners get to split it thirty ways. And then on top of that, the new owners, whoever buys that, would pay for their own stadium. So Vegas is not too – because they saw what happened to the Raiders. They don't want a a cheapskate owner in there. So I heard a lot of the uh, owners are saying, no, we want that $2 billion. So split 30 30 ways. So don't be so sure that they get the relocation fees waived. Because that's $2 billion you're looking at. That's a lot of money. for. I mean, so the commissioner could say that. But for what I read in The Athletic – the owners are not even close to 75% would have to agree to it. They're not even close to that number. They said it's less than 50. So I don't think the, that's why I think what could happen is that Las Vegas falls through because the A's don't want to spend for their own stadium and pay a relocation fee. So they're going to, I'm thinking they might move to Oregon or something like that. No, I mean, it's all Vegas, baby. You don't think that, or maybe, you know, well, they got the Montreal is, the threat with Tampa Bay, but let's say if Tampa Bay gets their steam, they could always move to Montreal. They don't want to go to French Canada. They're going to Vegas. It's it's there's it's, I'm I'm telling you, they're going to Vegas, and then that's just it. Unfortunately. Yeah, and then um, the, the last thing I was asking because, like I said, I think the Sharks are going to make some major trades. You know, in the next what they had the March, you're going to see the next three weeks. You know, probably mid February, you'll see start the shoes drop, but. If the gear right now looks like he's going to be a really good GM, I mean Wilson absolutely sucked. He got all these contracts way overpaid. Wilson, Wilson like got the Sharks players. to the Wilson got the Sharks to the playoffs oh, like eleven years in oh, a row, he and he, he was great for yeah. a long time. But the last four or five years, he really fell off. I mean, when he hit about sixty, is when he lost his magic touch. So the, that's why the Sharks are projected not to make the playoffs for the next four or five years. I, I predicted five years. Well, next year will be five. I think, uh, I think I'm going to be closer to 10 is what I'm thinking. Just because you have to build up your Barracuda first before you can build up the Sharks. So since you're Marl, so that means they have to trade all these players, get all these draft picks, draft these guys. They can't get called up the first two years. If you look at most of these draft guys are 18, most of these guys are not ready for the NHL for three years. So you're looking at another three to four years before the uh, Sharks can even start competing. It, it, they're really in a bad situation. They really are. It stinks. The A's are going to obviously stink for quite a few quite a few years right now. Um, the Raiders, um, who do you think? I mean, Carr, I was shocked what they did to. I, I really think they shafted Sharks. And I can't believe that coach, they're keeping him. I think Mark Davis is, uh, is out of his F in mind, and I don't like to say bad words on it, but I'll just say F in mind. Uh, um, so they're going to keep their coach. The Raiders will stink again next year. Who do you think they're going to do with the quarterback? Are they going to sign a free agent, or are they going to um, draft? You think? I think that's a great question. If they fall, I hopefully they don't fall in love with Will Levis or one of these guys, but and throw a rookie out there to the Wolves. But I think they're going to try for Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Hey Vince, I got to run, man. But uh, thanks for the call. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, Tom Brady will never sign for the Raiders. Uh, I don't know. You might be surprised. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline.
Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 831 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. So much doubt in your voice. And uh, we're waiting on Rachel Feinstein. That might be her on the horn uh, as we speak. And uh, we'll put her on the air. Hilarious uh, stand-up comedian. Or as I like to say, comedian. Comedian. 
Or they can just say like uh, comic too. Comic usually works, which is what they like as well. That wasn't her then? No. Okay. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. When you check out baseball this year, there are going to be some different rules. The CBA that ended the lockout installed some changes itself. We know that. Expanded playoffs. We know that the Universal DH. And that cleared the path for Rob Manfred to get rid of dozens and dozens of minor league teams to save money. And then to get these new rules in, which will take effect on opening day this year. And it will likely be the number one talking point during spring training. We will have not the pitch clock. MLB is officially calling it the pitch timer. That's right. Um, And then a couple big significant changes as well. Well, there are six. (laughs) You might take a minute to notice. Okay, so the pitch timer. The past time where there's no clock is getting one. And that is jarring. And we kind of had one on the outfield wall for a while. But the average nine-inning game last year took three hours and three minutes. All eight seasons on record in which nine-inning games have averaged at least three hours have come since 2014. So the pitch timer in the minors cut games on average by 25 minutes. So that will speed things up. This is how the timer works. 30 seconds between batters, 15 seconds between pitches when the bases are empty, 20 seconds between pitches when runners are on base. What a pain. Pitchers must begin their motions by the time the timer expires or be charged with an automatic ball. Batters must be in the box and alert to the pitcher by the eight-second mark or they'll get an automatic strike. How much will this actually be put into place? I don't know. But this will be the biggest pain in the butt. And, look, we could have the automatic ball strike system by 2024. It's going to go into AAA this year. Half will be assisted by umpires. Half will just be the strike zone which I'm all for. I really would be. But if you think about pitchers, well, you think about broadcasters, they'll have less dead air to fill because of the pitch timer. And you'd say this is a really admirable goal to speed up the game. Is it? Is it admirable? We also, by the way, Kevin Pollack has switched to 1140 to accommodate Rachel, who hasn't called us yet. There's also, of course, no more shifting. The creative defensive positioning, as it was called. But you must have four infielders on the dirt. No more rover, rover, red rover. You have to have two on either side of second base. If the defense violates the rule, the hitting team, listen to this, We got Rachel? Let me finish this. The hitting team can choose between an automatic ball or accept the result of a play to see what happens instead of declining. All right. 
We have one of our favorites, the hilarious stand-up comedian, Rachel Feinstein. She is at uh, Helium Comedy in uh, Portland. She has a show tomorrow night. She's got a couple Friday, a couple Saturday as well. Rachel, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you in uh, San Francisco. And I recently just rewatched all the crashings because I love that show. And I knew you were in it, but I forgot just how much you were in it. You were all over that thing. I haven't seen I've maybe seen like one clip because I get disgusted with watching myself. But um, was I good? You really didn't watch it? I watched like one clip of myself in this argument scene in um, the bar with uh, Lynn Coplitz and Schumer and me, but um, not anything else except for <laughs> things I've been tagged in. <laughs> well, that was your best moment because right before Schumer said, I wish I could break up with you and all that, and they were teasing Pete Holmes, you were kind of getting him ready for that horrible psycho girlfriend that wanted an exit interview. And it was just it was just you and Pete, and you know, normally sitting at the table with with Keith and Bobby or whatever, you know. Th- this was mm-hmm. just you and Pete. That was kind of like your your uh, your opus in that series. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I uh, I had some good fun on that. I mean, I that's what we sit around and do at, at the cellar anyway, just trash each other. So it was fun to take turns trashing Pete, and he seemed to get it like a strange joy out of it. I was just, uh, you know, every December I go to New York, and I was just there going to all the clubs and everything. And last year when I was there, I decided I was going to eat in the olive tree with some friends. Just happened to be at the table closest to the corner table. I'm such a comedy nerd, as you know. And <laughs> and Colin Quinn sat down and everything. And I'm not going to be the guy going, hey, everybody. You know, but uh, just to be on the periphery of it, when did you finally get accepted that you could sit down at that table. I don't remember the date, but I I know that it was a uh, a couple of years of uh, just you know I wouldn't go anywhere near there. I would just sort of like tremble near a house plant <laughs> in the corner. I mean, I I remember one time coming up and there was some lady that was messing with some trash outside, like like a lady sort of homelish, and she was having like an argument with a, a heap of trash and cans. <laughs> Keith Robinson being like, look, it's Rachel. That's Rachel. <laughs> he did look like me. It hurt. He's good at finding somebody that has like, so you're like, oh, that could be me if I go in that sort of great garden direction. I remember you were telling me, this reminds me that, that, you know, you don't watch yourself and that you take criticism to heart and like someone on Facebook called like Waffle Liquor 69, like whatever he says, you're like, yep, he's right. Waffles. What was it? <laughs> Twat Waffle. <laughs> yeah, Twat Waffle. Whatever he says, you're like, yep, he's right. He figured me out. I immediately internalize it as fact. <laughs> it's all the haters out there. <laughs> if you want to come my way, I will immediately ingest all your your statements and keep them as my internal monologue. Uh, Healthy living, doing it my way. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I would fo- I focus on that one person in the in the audience with their arms folded. It's not good. I, remember, I try not to, but that's the guy I usually see. Some guy that's not buying it. He's like, yeah, I don't know about this broad. <laughs> I remember in the, the 90s at the old Cobbs Comedy Club when it was here at Fisherman's Wharf, I went to see one of my all-time favorites, Greg Proops. And in the front row, and he was within the spotlight, there was a guy sitting at the side. He looked like he was about 80 years old. He was wearing a gray suit. He uh, had his arms folded with the biggest frown the whole show. 
the whole show, and I just think, when is Greg going to address this guy? And finally, near the end, he leaned over, looked at him, and he said, Senator, that's all he said. And then the guy laughed. And so how hard is it to ignore the frowning guy? Mm. Well, for me, I don't. I really focus in on him, and when he laughs, I am, it's very satisfying. So I, I am driven um, by deep self-loathing, and <laughs> <laughs> I need to win the, most dis- the person that's most likely to be most disgusted by me over. The person who looks at me is like, nah, not for me. No thanks. <laughs> Uh, it's not good. Um, some days, you know, I'm healthier than others, but, uh, I, I don't, I cannot say in any way that I've mastered, um, any aspect of like positive self-talk like throughout the day. I'm just like, shut up. When I watch myself on stage, I'm like, why, why? No one needs this. No one asked for this. It's gross. Even now, after all these years, now that you're a success, you got all these you know, Netflix, Comedy Central, all the acting you, you've done, uh, you're a mom, you're a wife, you've done all this stuff, you're a star, and still you think you stink? I mean, I I know that I have, I can do comedy, but <laughs> it's like we only see that, you know, we everybody's focused on their rejections, you know, like, you know, you're like, you're, I want to, you know, everybody's, I'm focused on the next thing that I want to do. So, and when I listen to myself, um, it's tough, you know. I'm. I mean, tw- Mr. Twatwaffle said I had a man voice, and he's not wrong. <laughs> Twatwaffle, you don't have a man voice. He's always a man voice. <laughs> 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 but you know, it, at the same time, it's like, look, yes, there's that side of me, but also I do have some fun. You know, I am a deep child, and um, I don't. It's nice not to go to an office every day just to talk smack for a living. When I, I mean, saw you here a few a few years ago, before the pandemic, I saw you at the punchline, and I'll say you were a bit tipsy, and you were killing. You were annihilating. And I thought that you, you weren't just throwing out jokes. It looked like you had had a few pops, and you were having a great time. I love that. I mean, how fun is it to have a job where you can have fun like that? Um, get drunk. Um, I was, was, <laughs> I think, I, I mean, some, when I'm in San Francisco, that's where a lot of my family's from right outside in Palo Alto. So like, you know, I'm always meeting up with friends and stuff like that. So that's an extra, also that's an extra fun week for me. But you know, it's like, I get to go on stage and, and can I curse? I always forget. You can't. Okay. I cannot. Okay. Right. And just talk smack about yeah. my husband. I can complain about the people in my life and and get a laugh, it's, it's nice, you know? Like, I can win an argument with my husband that I technically lost on stage. So <laughs> it's pretty fun to just go on and complain about um, all your loved ones and then people agree with you, even though in the moment, often he's like, nah, no thanks. <laughs> so, what? you know, it's also a nice perk of, of living with it. My, emotionally, my husband's in the desert. Um, so, you know, he'll say something completely insulting, but I'm like, at least I got a joke out of it. It's just, the stand-up is this bin where I place everything that doesn't fit in all my life, all the insults, everything. It's, it's kind of like, you know, another person's life, they kind of just have to sit with the pain. Um, but I can just do it on stage and, um, yeah, get a nice laugh and, uh, a couple bucks out of it, <laughs> out of Mr. Twatwaffles and his insults. Wow. 
Uh, we just have about a minute. I, I got to throw out, uh, Jessica Kirsten had a great episode on crashing where she and Pete were kind of kicking around Charleston. And I know you and her, you guys are just, I mean, especially doing the old Jewish lady and all the voices. I mean, you two guys together, you just really hit it off, huh? Jessica is my best friend in the world. I love her so much. She makes me laugh like nobody in the world. When we when we did that um, CD together, um, she still calls it a CD in her old lady voice. <laughs> when we did that uh, record play together of uh, Cool Girls where we prank call people, I, I would be crying laughing. Jessica makes me laugh like no other human being in the world. Jessica Curse and everybody follow her. We would just go into... We got like a, a massage. Uh, we call. I mean, we called a massage parlor. Sorry, during COVID, in the beginning, and we we're like, we need a social distance massage, please. He can't. Jessica's like, he can't touch me. I. The, the woman was so confused. She's like, what do you mean he can't? He's got to have a, a, a sort of like a way of telling me to touch myself because <laughs> of the social distance, and it needs to be at one after I've had a, a very large uh-huh. meal. I mean, she was begging the person to give her a social, and she won't crack Jessica, too. And she'll fall anywhere in public. She'll just <laughs> hurl her body into, like, a row of booster seats at a diner. Uh, she's, she also and has, in her back pocket, make a silly face. I mean, it's just, you know, it's always there. But we're talking about Rachel Feinstein. Check her out on Twitter at Rachel Feinstein. Also, Portland, heliumcomedy.com, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, right down there on 9th Avenue. Two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday. Rachel, you know you're one of our favorites. Thanks for coming on. Have a great time up there in PDX. I love you guys. Come to Helium in Portland. There'll be Jaeger there. We're going to have some fun. I can say all the words that I was just trying to stop myself from saying. <laughs> on I Jaeger. There it is. Thanks, Rachel. It's American. Bye. <laughs> All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Thank you for that. And, uh, you know, speaking of rule changes, Connor McDavid says that he wants to forget about three on three, or, uh, shootouts at the end of uh, OT. He says we should go three on three until OT ends. That's something. Is that something? I don't know. But people are always screwing around. Like in the World Cup, every minute that goes by an extra time, take another player off. I'm like, yeah, that would be, that would really be great. All right, we got another hour together. Kevin Pollack coming up in the next hour as well. Come on by.
USA News. I'm Richard Johnson. About 10,000 people who work for Microsoft are about to learn they no longer work for Microsoft. CNBC correspondent Steve Kovacs says the company's revenue has fallen now that companies are not spending as much to cope with COVID and remote work. They were buying a lot of IT equipment and cloud services from Microsoft in order to uh, keep up with this digitization we were seeing as we all work from home. Well, now that things are opening up again, people are spending less on IT. They're spending less on cloud services. And Microsoft overhired during the pandemic, predicting this growth basically would go on forever, and it did not. The layoffs at Microsoft account for about 5% of its workforce. Also word that Amazon will begin another round of layoffs starting today. Earlier this month, the CEO said cuts would affect about 18,000 Amazon workers. Companies are not the only ones cutting back. The Commerce Department's track of retail sales fell by 1.1% last month, well above what experts predicted. At the wholesale level, the producer price index fell by half a percent in December. Contrary to those numbers, the Mortgage Bankers Association says applications for home loans rose by nearly 28% last week. That thanks to the average interest rate for a 30-year fixed loan falling to 6.2%. Anxiety is still high around Albuquerque, New Mexico, after the arrest of Solomon Pena, a failed Republican candidate for the state house. He's accused of paying men to shoot into the houses of four Democrats. I did feel really worried about him because he seemed he seemed erratic. He was spreading mistruths about... Election. A local elections official, Adrian Barboa, whose home was shot at. Nobody was hurt in the four shootings last month. Midwest is getting slammed by weather. More than half the flights into and out of Denver's airport cancel or delayed today. This is USA News. Mornings were made for better things than rheumatoid arthritis or RA. Zelgen's tofacitinib is a pill for adults with moderate to severe RA when tumor necrosis factor blockers did not work well or could not be tolerated. Zelgens can help relieve joint pain, swelling, and help stop further joint damage. Zelgens can lower your ability to fight infections. Don't start if you have one. Before and during treatment, your doctor should check for infections like TB and do blood tests. Serious, sometimes fatal infections, cancers including lymphoma and lung, blood clots, serious heart-related events, tears in the stomach or intestines, and allergic reactions have happened. People 50 and older with heart disease risk factors have an increased risk of death. Tell your doctor if you've had hepatitis B or C, have flu-like symptoms, are prone to infections, or have ever had a heart attack, stroke, clot, or other heart problems, or swelling of lips, tongue, throat, or hives. Ask your doctor about prescription Zeljans. Visit Zeljans.com or call 1-844-ZELJANS. Two months after the ticketing meltdown ahead of Taylor Swift's upcoming tour... A U.S. Senate committee will hold a hearing later this month on the lack of competition in the ticketing industry. Many have accused industry giant Ticketmaster of price fixing. It controls 70% of the markets for live events in the USA. Several Taylor Swift fans are suing Ticketmaster's parent company, claiming it violates antitrust laws. If you're looking to get out of debt, there are a lot of people out there willing to help, but some just could put you deeper in debt. Be leery. Trust your gut on if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. The Better Business Bureau's Jason Meza with that advice. Even better advice, watch out for debt relief companies that want money up front. Debt relief companies can only collect fees after they perform a service promised or they build it into a plan that you will pay as you settle. Another big red flag, a company promising to wipe your debt off the books. New study from the financial site NerdWallet finds 
The average household currently owes about $165,000, most of that a mortgage and an auto loan. Twitter's trying to raise a little money to pay its debts. That includes auctioning off items from offices it no longer uses. The auction firm Global Partners lists things like espresso machines and kegerators. Also for sale, a big blue neon sign in the shape of Twitter's bird logo. Current bid for that, more than $17,000. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code USA. Or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. What you got, what you get, we're here for you. We're here for your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. If you'd like to get in, 1-800-878-7529. Started talking about some of the rules that we will see changed in Major League Baseball. I will get back to that. So far, I covered two of them. The biggie, the pitch timer, as they are calling it. And there are no more illegal shifts. I've never even noticed a shift enough to be bugged by it. I mean, obviously, I can see one guy standing in between second and third. And then another guy standing in front of the right fielder, 10 steps onto the grass. And my simple answer to that is, don't hit it there. And George Brett said he would have hit 500 if there was a shift. Well, now that's George Brett. But, yeah, I really didn't have any sympathy for people who would hit it and like, oh, normally that would be a hit. Yeah, well, this ain't normally because you hit it right to a guy right where he was standing. So, so, yeah, but I came up hitting that way. It's like, well, then you got to adjust to them. I think you should be able to put everyone you want in the infield. I mean, late in the game they do that, right? 
when a sack fly will lose the game, what do they do? They have two outfielders come in really shallow, and they put a fifth guy to stand on second base to cut down anything up the middle. You bring the infield in. <clears throat> will that be illegal as well? I don't know. I just think it's stupid. The shift never bothered me, but for some people it really made their skin crawl. I'll make your skin crawl. You look good in that skirt. <laughs> Ew. Rick Tittle is sick, man. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, Twitch.tv. There I am. There I go. We're going to talk MMA with Luca Fury on the other side. I'll get back to those rule changes. And then at 1140, Kevin Pollack, the best Christopher Walken, the best Peter Falk, one of the great impressionists of all time. Uh, I usually go, hey, do you Christopher Walken? I will not be asking him that. I'm sorry. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Wendy's knows cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com, and I'll reply personally with my plays. 
My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right, we're looking for Luca Fury. If we get him, we'll throw him on, but let's get back to some of those new rules. No more shift. Now, teams will somehow drop away of defensive wizardry within these new boundaries, right? Left-handed power hitters in particular will sort of provide the, the stress test. You know, maybe these guys will suddenly, like Corey Seager and Kyle Schwarber, will hit 280 instead of 250. But could an outfielder stand in short right field like the second baseman you two used to? Some team's going to try that. They'll bring in the right fielder as the rover, and then they just won't have anybody in left field, would they? Uh, another new rule in the pickoff. Remember, they got rid of the popcorn play a few years ago. That's where you would fake to third and throw to first. Why they had to get rid of that rule, I don't know. It's weird. But technically entering the rule book as part of the pitch timer, but the new law of the running game I think is worth examining on here because the pitchers are no longer allowed unlimited throws to a base, at least not without the threat of a penalty. What? <clears throat> yes, this is why I'm here <clears throat> to explain this to myself and you as well. There are two quote-unquote disengagements is that coming off the rubber? Allowed per plate appearance with a disengagement being a pickoff attempt or just a step off the mound that isn't injury related or a mound visit. You know, because sometimes pitchers will get set, they'll get off the rubber, grab the rosin, they'll scrape their cleats and the, I call them the little dragon's teeth behind the mound. Siegfried line. Das ist der Siegfried line. A pitcher can attempt a third pickoff, but the runner automatically advances if he's not picked off. Now, doesn't this mean that after a guy tries to pick you off twice, that you can take the biggest lead in the history of mankind? Is it? By the way, the counter resets if a runner advances. Okay, good to know. So, I mean, Buck Showalter is a guy who loves throwing over. He says that he's going to give his players a quiz at spring training and just know, just to see how much they have internalized, as Rachel would say, all these things that have been drilled into them. If the, tr the traditional ballpark reaction to multiple pickoff f attempts is a flood of boos. But... Knowing that if you throw over again, that the guy gets a bag if you don't pick him off, that's really stupid. Uh, we are back to a balanced schedule, which I like. 14 games per season 
against each divisional rival instead of the ridiculous 19 that we had. And I'm telling you right now, I don't care how much you care about a divisional race. When I go to an A's game and I see it's the Rangers or the Angels or the Mariners, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I'm sure they say the same thing about the A's. Now, that's great if you're Giants-Dodgers or Yankees-Red Sox. Now you've just taken away five sellouts from those teams. But I'm all for the balanced schedule. It used to be in the Bash Brothers years that you'd play everybody 12 times and you'd play six at home and six on the road. It was pretty easy. So 14 instead of 19. And now six games per season against the other 10 teams in the league. You get one series at home, one series away. That's pretty easy. Four games per season against a geographic interleague rival. We know about that here in the Bay Area and Chicago. We also know that the Astros play the Rockies. I think it should be Astros Dallas, the Texas Rangers. But the dumbest one, I think, was Padres and uh, Nationals. That was another one. Why aren't the Nationals playing the Orioles? And also three games per season against every other interleague team, and then you just annually will alternate where at your place or we'll at our place. Or just say in America, home and home. We'll either be at home or we'll be at home. This year we'll be at home, and then the next year we'll be at home. Home and home is still the dumbest thing I have ever heard in sports. It's home and away. We're going to do a home and home. What? We'll play at our place, and then we'll play at your place. You, that's just like saying, um, <clears throat> you know, everybody's parents are getting together. Well, uh, we have mom and mom. <clears throat> what? I think it's my mom and your mom. All right, uh, maybe that's a dumb example. But what that means is you get to play against everybody every year. That means every team will see Shoei Otani. Every team will see Fernando Tatis if he's not suspended. <laughs> But what that means is 46 interleague play games per season. Do you know what it was before that? 16. You get 30 more games against the other league. And now that there's a universal DH, will you notice? Also, with the 12-team playoff format, you know, this is a universal DH. This is just more like the NFL or the NBA now. And they want a more level playing field in these wild card races. And teams in the same league will feature 76% of common opponents up from 52% common opponents in that unbalanced schedule. And that is a stark contrast to the old system, right? In which one NL contender could theoretically play its interleague slate against the AL Central, which stinks, when the other one playing against the AL East, which is good. But for fans, as I said, Aaron Judge will play against your team this year. And the other thing to keep in mind, ads on uniforms. Yes, we know about it in soccer. We know about it in MLS, obviously. But we know about it in the NBA, which is now five years in. Uh, NHL helmets and sweaters. 
and MLB then renegotiated for owners to sell their patches. And Rob Manford, the commissioner, said this is a reality of life in professional sports. Well, the first team to get a deal was the San Diego Padres. $9 million per year on their sleeve Motorola logo. It's there. It is there. Now, that happened last April. (laughs) Um, Remember when they added the New Era logo to on-field caps? People were like, that looks stupid. I remember I said that. That's so stupid. And then just recently, the Nike logo, right? That got added as well. So, yeah. Now, the, the, the final thing is to keep in mind, bigger bases, Instead of 15 inches, they will be 18 inches. And people think there might be more steals. Some people say, no, it's for player safety. More room to avoid collisions and entanglements, especially at first base. So if, you, if this jumps off at the screen at you, then you might have a career as an eagle or a hawk. I think for most of us, we, won't, we might see it in our subconscious but still, three more inches all the way around is pretty big for a major league base. So it's going to take getting used to. There's no doubt. Why do you fix something that's not broken? It's because it is broken. What's broken about it? The game is too long and people are on TikTok. I think that's what we're trying to say. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We got an open segment. Come on in at 1-800-878-PLAY. Tell me who's watching Who's watching me If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. 
The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket the call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. Rick Tittle wants to hear from you. The phone call is free, y'all. Just dial 1-800-878-PLAY to get yourself on the air right now. Call him up now, lazy ass. 1-800-878-PLAY. I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with All Right, All Right, All Right. It's time to check in with one of our friends from Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com. It's our friend Luca Fury, who is Mr. MMA, Luca, Frank Ngannou, he's out of UFC. Does he go to Bellator? Does he go to the PFL? Or does he put on boxing gloves? What do you think? Well, I think if he's smart, he tries to cash in as much as possible in as few fights as possible. We haven't really seen a fighter be able to do what he's been able to do in this position. We saw Conor McGregor be able to go to boxing and fight Floyd Mayweather, but that was sort of a joint deal with the UFC where they allowed him to do it. He still had to then come back to the UFC after. Francis is free to do whatever he wants, and he is the heavyweight champion of the world right now, has all of the leverage. If he uses that to just go to, say, PFL and has to fight 10 more fights and just gets paid good money but not life-changing money, that's not really taking advantage of this kind of once-in-a-lifetime opportunity we're seeing from a fighter here. Whereas if instead he uses it to cash in on an eight- or nine-figure payday, say against Tyson Fury or Anthony Joshua, and then rides off to the sunset, that's the way to do things. So we're going to get our first pay-per-view card with UFC 283 down in Rio de Janeiro, first time back in Brazil since the pandemic, and you got the former light heavyweight champ uh, Teixeira going home, going to face... Hill in a uh, a vacant 
pound title. That'll be the uh, the main event. How are you seeing Teixeira Hill? Very interesting matchup because both of them are sort of glass cannons. They have good offense but a lot of defensive issues. And the issues that they have fall right into the hands of the other in terms of the other's offense. For example, Hill, he doesn't have very good takedown defense or grappling. Glover, well, some of the better takedowns in the division. He has very dominant top control. He gets you down. He's able to pass your guard. He gets the back mount. He can finish very good from the, the ground positions where a lot of light heavyweights don't have his ground abilities and finishing abilities there. On the flip side, Glover is pretty susceptible on the feet. He doesn't have very good striking defense. He's pretty predictable with his offense. Hill is the more powerful of the two, the more durable of the two. Glover is way up there in age. He's coming off of a war last time out. It's very possible he goes out there and just takes a big shot early and gets swept. So this is a matchup where the line is even, and sometimes you have an even line like that because the fight is going to play out in an even manner. But this one's more even because both fighters have very clear paths to victory, and it's kind of like flip a coin to see which one ends up playing out on fight night. I could easily see Glover going out there, getting a takedown, dominating the fight, and getting an early stoppage or getting stopped very early himself, and either guy could look like they should have been a 10-to-1 favorite in that case. In the 125-pound fight, it'll be a unification, and you've got uh, Figueredo and uh, Moreno. This will be the fourth time they have met. What do you think uh, Chapter 4 brings here? It's interesting because we don't usually see four fights from fighters in the UFC like this, and the four fights have played out in sort of interesting fashions where there hasn't been a predictable trajectory to it. We've seen each fighter kind of improve and adjust, and then you expect those improvements and adjustments to hold, and then they don't, and the other fighter makes improvements and adjustments. As they've been kind of going back and forth on that. At this point in time, there's some stuff going against both of them in terms of camps. Both of them have downgraded their camps going into this fight. I'm not quite sure how that's going to play a factor, but in terms of who I favor, I feel like Moreno has been a bit more consistent fight-to-fight. Fight. I feel like he's been improving a bit more fight-to-fight. Fight. And I feel like over the long haul, he probably has a bit better style matchup to win here. That being said, obviously, he can absolutely lose here. We've seen him lose before in this exact matchup. I do think this is a competitive one in favor, but I am leaning ever so slightly towards Moreno. It's weird to think a 125-pound guy could beat me up, but that's just a fact. When you talk about <laughs> you talk about guys like this, um, the UFC light heavyweight division, uh, would you say it's a mess because uh, Prochaska he vacated it right before he was going to fight Teixeira, but then they had a great fight in June, and then Teixeira wouldn't uh, Teixeira wouldn't fight, or I should say, yeah, Teixeira wouldn't fight Ankalaev, and then Ankalaev had to fight Blaskowitz. I mean, what what's going on in this division? Yeah, basically ever since John Jones left it, the division's been kind of in shambles. We haven't really seen anyone be able to reign or be dominant, which just kind of goes to show how great John Jones is, the fact that he has such a stronghold on that division for so many years, as, as long as he was fighting in it. And now that he's gone, no one can seem to actually make a clear-cut case for being the dominant fighter in it. On one hand, that's good and exciting for fans, because we have a lot of good, exciting new matchups. On the other, though, it is kind of nice to get some hierarchy in the division. And right now, we don't really have, as you mentioned, a clear-cut case. There's been a lot of matchup issues going into fights, like getting scrapped. The current champion is now going to be out for a very long time. And his specific injury is the type where he might not come back being the same type of fighter. That might be a career-altering one. So 
it's very interesting to see who's going to actually be able to stake their claim as the true best light heavyweight going forward. When are you talking about the women, the straw weight, what what are we talking there? Like eight, 90 pounds? Uh, straw is 115. 115. All right. I just think straw, that's got to be the lowest. All right. Uh, and then again, flyweight is pretty low. This really, you could say, is Brazil against the world. First of all, maybe the most passionate MMA fans in the world, they finally get to see the sport come back for the first time in three years, and all 15 bouts feature at least somebody born in Brazil. What do you think of that? Yeah, it's interesting that the UFC, they had the COVID stuff where they obviously couldn't do shows outside of uh, the Apex Center for a long time. And we haven't really gotten to see these types of, like, foreign types of shows. where they used to do this a lot, where they would do the Brazilian fighters against foreigners, or they would go to the U.K. and have U.K. fighters against foreigners. And it makes for a great crowd experience because you get such one-sided crowds where, especially in Brazil, they'll be extremely vocal going into the fights, and they'll cheer for the opposing fighters in Portuguese that they're going to die as they're going to walk out and all this stuff. But if the Brazilian fighter loses, it is dead silent. You can hear a pin drop in the arena. So it makes for an interesting experience watching at home. And one last ride for Shogun, Mauricio Rua, 41 years old, 41 fights, 21 years. He'll be taking his last walk into the octagon, taking on a UFC newcomer, Ihor Poteria from the Ukraine. Uh, we know that Rua has not been dominant over the last five, six years, and that's, of course, to be expected. He's over 40, but what do you think about one more look at Shogun? I mean, the problem here is he should have retired a long time ago. You want to talk about someone who has looked past their prime. I mean, I don't like to tell someone when they should retire, obviously. He has a family to feed. It's his life. It's his passion. He's worked very hard to, you know, get this career. It's his decision, ultimately, to decide when to go, but in terms of, you know, from an onlooker's perspective, he fell off a cliff many years ago, and it just seems like he's taken a lot of unnecessary damage in the cage, and I feel like he's probably going to lose this one again. He, I, I guess my hope here is that he just doesn't take too much damage. He is going out. It's going to be his retirement fight it's in his home country. Hopefully, you know, he's able to go out with a fun fight, a spirited performance, but one that he doesn't take too much damage in. Unfortunately, though, probably not going to be a victory for him. And then finally, I mean, you think about Shogun, that five-year run he had through Pride, you know, through 07 and beating Overeem twice and Rampage Jackson, Randleman, Arona. I mean, he had his time there for a while. Yeah, he was at one point considered to be, it's interesting because Pride back in the day was a legitimate, like, number two, like, kind of 1A, 1B with the UFC. But the UFC really hasn't had that since then. And back when Shogun had that run, there was a lot of people who considered him to be the very best fighter at 205 in the world. Came over to the UFC, fought Forrest Griffin after having tremendous injury issues. And there were several years where he just wasn't the same. And so all of the UFC fans, their introduction to him was kind of a, a lower-level fighter, but he was actually much, much better than he ever showed in the UFC. Even the version that won the title of the UFC was not as good as the version we saw in Pride. There he is, Luca Fury. Obviously, he's got all the knowledge when it comes to mixed martial arts. Check him out at Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com. And also, for all your sports, they got experts in everything. Luca, thanks for coming by. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a good day. Yeah, I remember at the uh, NBA Finals <clears throat> one year at the Coliseum, 
um, whenever one of these series that the Warriors were in, and uh, down on club level, I saw four of the biggest guys I've ever seen, and they were the bodyguards to Money Mayweather. And, I mean, these guys were all like 6'6", completely cut. And I saw Floyd Mayweather walk by. He looked like you could just breathe on him and he'd fall over. He was the skinniest, shortest, littlest guy you'd just ever seen. And I just remember being fascinated by the fact that before I could probably lift my fists above my belt, I'd be knocked out. Because usually you'd see a guy that big and you think, with my left hand, I will you know, slam you. And it's just the quickness. And it, it's, I just think it's funny. Like, oh, I can beat up that guy. Bong, bong. Now you're knocked out. All right. When we come back, the great Kevin Pollack, who's part of Sketchfest. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Hey, pack rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood, but did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. 
you get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800 760 1845. 800 760 1845. That's 800 760 1845. You're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I'd be like that then. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Always great when Sketchfest comes around. We've had so many guests on, and uh, we welcome back to the show the great Kevin Pollack, comedic actor, serious actor, comedian, podcaster. He does it all, and he will do it all for Sketchfest on uh, Saturday. He'll have City of Dreams, the live read of an unproduced screenplay by Ken Marino and David Wayne. That'll be at 3 o'clock. The sold-out A Mighty Wind 20th anniversary screening and conversation at 1 p.m., but at 7.30 p.m. on Saturday, the 28th, you can see him at the SF Sketchfest roast uh, of Bruce Campbell. And uh, first of all, um, Kevin, welcome back to the uh, show. What's it like when you come home to the Bay Area? Does it does it feel like home, or does L.A. feel like home now? L.A. will never feel like home. I am a true native son of San Francisco. Therefore, it is in my DNA to hate and loathe <laughs> Los Angeles and everything about it. <laughs> So roasting Bruce Campbell, I just think of, you know, Ash, Housewares, and Honey, You Got Real Ugly, all those great lines uh, from uh, Army of Darkness. Do you have some stuff prepared already? Um, Yeah, it's in the works. Uh, Fine-tuning, those sorts of things. Um, No holds bar. You know, these are the traditions of the roast. Um, but first, let's talk about how badly the Niners are going to decimate the Dallas <laughs> It's funny. I just got a call about that, and uh, I- I'm with you. I mean, I don't think – I mean, Dallas looked great against Tampa Bay, but they were a losing team. The Niners have won 11 games in a row. I don't think they're overconfident. So, yeah, I do think the Niners win this game. Yeah, ta- uh, Tampa Bay was horrible, as Brock proved in his first a start in the NFL. Um, and it's, yeah, no surprise that Dallas destroyed Tampa Bay. Uh, and I'm just glad that it moved the money line in my favor. <laughs> you are a gambling man. Uh, last time you were on the show, I talked about how I saw you up at uh, Crystal Bay playing cards. Um, have you gotten better the more you play, or do you have you kind of like leveled out? Better at poker is the uh, certainly the, the plan, the desire. 
Uh, every hand you're in, if you're paying attention, is an education. Um, I'm a great student of the game. I love it since I'm 10 years old, and um, I would like to think I've gotten better, but who knows? How much of it is it looking at everybody else and seeing what they have, or can you just concentrate on your own hand? The best pros that I've studied and have become friends with on some occasion uh, can play without looking at their cards. It really is position and opponent, Hmm. specifically in the game of Texas Hold'em. You'll see a lot of players watching them on TV play what would be considered garbage starting cards, um, but they've got position and they, they feel confident about their opponent on how to manipulate them in the hand and it's you know it's a quick study of not what you think is a good hand in any given situation what your opponent thinks is a good hand and what you can convince them you have in terms uh, comparatively to what they have so yeah i love the game and uh, as you can probably tell i'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to the philosophy and gamesmanship of it you almost remind me when I interviewed Hoist Gracie, his father basically invented Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He said, I'm not trying to beat you. I'm waiting for you to lose. Yeah, sure, and helping you get there. Yeah, very interesting. So when, when people see you, they recognize you, and I always wonder who you get. Like, I'm sure you get a lot of, you, Lieutenant Weinberg, I'm sure you get that. But does anybody ever say, hey, what's up, rule? <laughs> well, with the... Uh... With the release and drop of uh, the Disney Plus uh, Willow TV series, I am getting more rule, certainly, especially on social media. Um, given that my character is about five inches tall, I don't get recognized from it a lot, uh, necessarily. I, I guess the marvelous Mrs. Maisel over the last five years is yep. sort of, uh, being a, a worldwide sort of weird phenomenon. Weird only in the sense that when our last season dropped, the show garnered 500 million views per mm. week, which is, you know, a bit insane, but <laughs> it's worldwide same day and so on. So, yeah, I'd say that's sort of taken over. But things like A Few Good Men and, and whatnot, you know, you can't go around the dial on your cable TV without seeing that show at any given time, day or night. So that that's helpful. I remember a couple of years ago, I was in Times Square, and it seemed like every bus, every building, every billboard was Mrs. Maisel. I mean, it basically took over the whole country at that point. Yeah, certainly New York. Uh, in terms of marketing, uh, they spare no expense. The entire city block side of a building in Times Square was the last few years. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, it's weird, truly, especially after all these years, to be a part of something that breaks through the zeitgeist this loudly. And, um. But again, can we talk, Brock? Say again? Can we talk, Brock? Oh, <laughs> I talked Brock Purdy. Yeah, I uh, see Mr. Irrelevant is no longer irrelevant, is he? It's quite the opposite. Yeah, I don't know that we've seen a rookie first seven games like this in my memory, but I'm losing most of it. Do you have... Anybody that comes to mind the first seven games of their rookie season like this? No, and it would have to be like a number one overall pick, not the last guy drafted. I mean, that's pretty amazing. It's it's extraordinarily fun to watch, especially how he, and in the rain, um, 
seemed to need to settle down in the first half of last week's game, but did resoundingly uh, in the second half. It, it was kind of remarkable. You, you got a sense of, okay, well, this is the first game he's played in a do or die. You know, maybe it's a little easier to win six in a row when not any one individual game is a do or die. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how will he do, which is a vastly different environment. And he is uh, a calm and, and comfortable, almost like a sociopath. I mean, it's crazy, right? It is crazy. And, I mean, he's the best quarterback in the history of Iowa State. So I, and we shouldn't probably be too shocked. It's just such a hard position to prognosticate. They gave up their whole future to get Trey Lance, and, and then Purdy ends up being the guy. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and just enjoyable to see this this fellow go. Um, even though at certain camera angles, he does look like Lee Harvey Oswald. I'm just going to float it. I'm going to be the per- first to put it out there. Oh, uh, he was. Uh, he used to work at a book depository too, which is very weird. Um, when I mentioned to a, a friend of mine, I was going to have you on. The he thought of the th- same thing I did after all the stuff, and I've seen you on stage and. All I think of is, and I, we've, I've already talked about it with you, but the celebrity ghost stories is probably my favorite one. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that, that that haunts you as much as it did me for a while. <laughs> well, turning on the tape recorder and she stopped, and then when you turned it off, she went back to the blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was something else. I was regaling friends at my weekly poker game about that just um, last week, weirdly. Um and every now and then someone will tweet it at me because, you know, it aired a few times. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and who doesn't love a good ghost story? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty bizarre. Another thing I wanted to ask you is that when you used to do Johnny, did you, and I know you did an impression of him, did you ever do Johnny in front of him? I found it wildly disrespectful. They asked me to, and I enjoyed teaching him how to do Peter Falk and, and other, he really did love impersonations. He also did some himself. So, you know, I, I had such regard, if not revered, for the man and the institution that he represented from my youth. You know, so by the time I got on the show and they asked me, I just felt like it was wildly disrespectful. Um, and I had such a relationship with him. He, he really was a tremendous, great audience. And the best compliments I ever got from family and friends after any given appearance on the show the next day was, Johnny really likes you. Mm. It wasn't about any particular story or impression or bit that they were complimenting. They were complimenting, you know, living vicariously as the audience would through Johnny's reaction to whatever you chose to do. You know, that was the best. So to do him to him, it's just... um, yeah, it didn't feel right. No, I, I mean, it's you think about doing late nights back then, they could make or break a career, and, and now, you know, it's it's the podcast, uh, Ville. And by the way, people can see a lot of great stuff at kevinpollock.tv, Larry David and Tom Hanks and others. Tell us a little bit more about uh, how Alchemy This is going. Well, we completed Alchemy This. We did three seasons. It's available still, however you get your podcast. It's an all-improvised podcast where we would get soon suggestions from the audience who would email them in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it was all improvised, which brings me back, of course, to San Francisco Sketchfest. Oh, what a transition. <laughs> uh, my goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, so improv, sketch, stand-up, 20th anniversary. Very excited to be a part of this comedy festival and, and the event. Moderating a Mighty Wind is going to be exceptionally fun. Um, I better have Jamie as a writer and performer on a sketch team that'll be performing up there as part of the festival called Back Alley Racket Club. They've got a couple of shows. Um, sketch is so damn fun. Um, I, I, I just love watching it. So to be, again, be any part of this festival is incredibly uh, enjoyable and, and just a damn good time. Yeah, I want to remind everyone, uh, Saturday the 21st, City of Dreams, live read of an unproduced screenplay by Ken Marino and David Wayne. Saturday the 28th, The Mighty Wind. That's sold out at 1 p.m., but at 7.30 p.m., the SF Sketchfest roast of Bruce Campbell. Some of my favorites are in there. Uh, guests on my show, Dana Gould, Dale and, uh, uh, David Allen Greer, and others. Just one thing, I'll, I'll leave you with this, Kevin. When I was talking with uh, Michael Ian Black, about the city of dreams. And of course he knows Marino and Wayne from his NYU days, but he said this must suck because it never got produced. Yeah. So it's great to be celebrated in front of a live audience to do this, a stage read. Uh, very, very excited about it. Um, <laughs> it you know, but it is, it is, well, first of all, Michael Ian Black is going to say it best, no matter what the topic is. <laughs> um, big fan played poker with him uh, for a poker go uh, televised uh, uh, show. Mm. Um, if anyone that has poker go, go check that out. Michael Ian Black, also a tremendous poker player. Mm. Uh, yeah, and also David Wayne, great filmmaker, Ken Marino, phenomenal talent and great writer producer himself. And, um, so to be part of the stage reading is going to be a lot of fun and um, it will be hilarious for any audience for sure. And yeah, it sucks this thing to get <laughs> sfsketchfest.com get your tickets uh kevin thanks for coming on again man really appreciate it have fun when you're back home in town great to hang with you thank you go niners all right good stuff i'm rick tittle we will take a quick break and come on back on sports Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. 
This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491-800-361-3491-800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Mabbott has gone forward with Stewart to the right, Lineker and Howes to the left. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say! Brilliant! is schoolboy's own stuff. Oh, I bet even he can't believe it. Is there anything left from this man to surprise us? That was one of the finest free kicks that this stadium has ever seen. Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that. Thanks for everybody who uh, tuned in. Um, remember the last time I had Kevin Pollack on my show, I said, uh, I'll never forget going to the improv in Hollywood when I was 21 in 1986. It was one of the first comedy shows I ever went to, and you were on stage, and you were doing your William Shatner, and then you were talking about Friday the 13th, you said, let's split up and be killed individually. And I'm like, you were killing me. It was so great. And he said, uh, yeah, that wasn't me. I was like, what? Yeah, Kevin Pollack. He goes, yeah, I don't, I don't think that was me. I go, it was definitely you. And he's like, uh, 86 at the improv? I don't think so. I'm like, it was you. And he was like, oh, wait. Wait, maybe it was. <laughs> 
I just love the fact that you do so many shows and you're like, nah, I don't know. And then I said, well, then I gave the material. He goes, that doesn't sound like my material. And I'm like, dude, you've done so much now that you've forgotten. I, I think that's what it is, but... I get that sometimes, too. When you talk for three hours a day, year after year after year after year. I'm Rick Tudor. We'll do it again tomorrow at 9 a.m. Peck time, and we'll see you then. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.